Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the pros and cons of a saltwater generator. Since I don't work for any manufacturer and I don't get paid by any manufacturer to review any of their systems, I can be unbiased here and give you my real opinion of a saltwater generator and if it's right for your pool or not. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Also receive priority service, enhanced rebate programs, a discount on your general liability insurance through SPA, a discount on your pool routing software through Skimmer, and an opportunity to co-brand with Leslie's on your social media, website, truck, and more. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the first thing that you need to know about a saltwater generator is that it does add chlorine to your pool water. So if you're being told by the salesperson that a saltwater pool is an effective way to sanitize your pool without chlorine, they're misinformed and they're misinforming you because what the saltwater generator does or the salt cell itself when it's working is it converts the salt into basically chlorine and this is what sanitizes the pool. So it is adding chlorine to your pool, but right at the equipment area, unlike adding a gallon of liquid chlorine or using the trichlor tablets, it'll add the chlorine to your pool. And I think this is the only benefit of a saltwater generator. And the number one benefit is that you eliminate adding chlorine out of the equation. If the system is running correctly and everything is dialed in and you don't have any issues with the system, it's going to add chlorine to your pool. Now the amount of chlorine differs by the brand, by the size of the salt cell by the size of the system, basically. And so you can generate anywhere from half a pound to two and a half pounds or three pounds even of chlorine in the pool. And note that these ratings of the chlorine salt water generators for the manufacturer is based on running at 24 hours. And so if it says it generates a pound of chlorine, that's a 24-hour cycle. Most people don't run their pools for 24 hours, nor do they run it at the full 3450 RPM. So the amount of chlorine that you're pool or the saltwater generator produces will be less in most cases than what the manufacturer says it produces because you're not running your pool 24-7 like the manufacturer's doing in the lab environment to produce that amount of chlorine. So it is going to vary per pool. Some salt systems you'll notice if you have a smaller pool will produce more chlorine than others. The recommended thing that I suggest is that you purchase your saltwater generator and you size a salt cell to be about twice the size of the gallons of water in your pool. There's a number of reasons for doing this. This gives you a cushion on the amount of chlorine production that the salt system can generate. And it also will allow the salt cell to last twice as long as the manufacturer time of the cell life. Most manufacturer cells will last 10,000 hours. The newer cells are rated for 15,000 hours. And this is the amount of time that the cell plates themselves will last and continue to generate the chlorine in the pool. 
So if you're looking at, let's just, for example, I'll just take the JND TrueClear, which is the system that I have right now, which, by the way, is a really good system. I really like how easy it is to maintain the system, although it does have its drawbacks, as there's no monitor for the salt level or salinity level. It doesn't give you the exact readout. But I'll go over some of the features on the saltwater systems, too, without touching too specifically on the brands. But just to say that, and for this example, the Jandy True Clear salt sales rated for 10,000 hours, and this is at 100% output. So currently, my pool I'm running at about 30% output. My pool is uh, 15 or 14,000 gallons or so, roughly, and the salt sales rated for 33,000 gallons. So it's twice the size, and I'm running it at 30%. So that 10,000 hour lifespan of that cell will probably be about 20,000 hours in reality which would be like, you know, five or eight years. It's it's a quite a long time depending on how you run your pool. But if you do get a salt system and you're getting a salt water cell specifically for the size of your pool, let's say you buy the Pentair and you get the IC20 cell, Intellichlor 20 cell, which is a 20,000 gallon rated cell, and your pool is 18,000 gallons. If you're running that cell, one thing you may notice is that you're not producing enough chlorine because the cell only generates... I think that cell generates about one pound per day, maybe less. And if you're not running your pool long enough, you're not going to get enough chlorine. Besides that, the cell lifespan will be based on the 10,000 hours. And if you're running it at 100%, which you're going to need to because of the size of your pool and the size of the cell. And so the salt cell is not going to last as long as maybe an IC40, which is rated for 40,000 gallons. You're going to pay more for it, but it's going to last a lot longer and it'll produce more chlorine and don't quote me exactly on the amount of chlorine these cells are rated for. I haven't looked it up, you know, specifically. But I know that I think the IC40 is 1.2 or 1.4 pounds of chlorine. So you're going to have a lot more chlorine production out of these cells. I'm just giving you a rough example of the cell size and the fact that that determines the amount of chlorine that it produces in pounds. The equivalent of one pound of chlorine that a saltwater system generates is kind of like a one-gallon of liquid chlorine, roughly, give or take. There's really not an equivalent for it because it's kind of a gas form of chlorine. But however, you can compare it to, I do this all the time to make it simple, is comparing it to liquid chlorine. So about one gallon of liquid chlorine is about one pound of chlorine that the saltwater system produces, give or take. And so sizing the saltwater system is a really important factor. You want to definitely get one suitable for your pool size. And the brands, there's many good brands out there. I mentioned the Jandy True Clear that I have. You also have Pentair and Hayward that make saltwater generators. Then you have brands that I guess would be considered off-brands because they're not the major manufacturers, like the Circuit Pool, which I really like. I have that installed on one of my clients. And the CMP saltwater system. And Jacuzzi has that branded system by CMP, which is a really good system also. So don't overlook the smaller companies just because they don't have a big brand name behind them. They're still really well-made and effective. And if you know the history of saltwater generators, they came out of Australia. And they were all small brand systems to begin with. Then the big three manufacturers jumped on board and started making them. So I wouldn't say the big manufacturers are any better than the small brands. In fact, you may find the small branded system like the CMP Custom Molded Products, Custom Molded Products which was, by the way, just purchased by Fluidra Jandy. So you may see that incorporated into the Jandy saltwater system. The Jacuzzi brand also at find at Leslie's is made by CMP. What I like about this system is that you don't need any muretic acid to clean the salt cell. It comes with a plastic tool and you just put it and rub it against the salt plates to clean it. 
So that's a bonus. There's no need to have any harsh chemicals on the plate. Plus they're rated for a longer period of time than they manufacture salt systems or salt cells. And you might may find the price point of one of these brands cheaper than a Hayward or Pentair cell. And they work just as effectively. So don't overlook these based on you know, the optics of it being a small company. Look at the reviews of the systems, of course, and make your judgment based on customer experience and also your budget for the system, of course, is really important. So I mentioned the main benefit of a saltwater generator is that it eliminates the need for the three-inch trichlor tablets or adding liquid chlorine or shock to the pool, which I think is a definite benefit. And why do I say that's the only benefit? Because truly that is the only benefit of a saltwater generator, in my opinion. It's not doing anything but generating chlorine for the pool. It's not, you know, doing anything above and beyond that. And in fact, you may find some of the drawbacks of the saltwater generator something to consider when you're looking at purchasing it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy a saltwater generator, nor are these things a deal breaker, but you should be aware of these factors before you purchase one because the purchase price, of course, is over a thousand in most cases. And that's a pretty big purchase in my book. I had a saltwater pool at my house since the beginning. So my pool is 17 years old or something like that, roughly, and I've had three different or four different saltwater generators on my pool so far. And I like the saltwater generators and I can live with the downside here. The number one downside of the saltwater generator is that it's going to raise the pH in your pool on a constant and consistent basis. And so if you have a standard pool and you you want to put a saltwater generator on it, and let's say you're using trichlor tablets, you're going to find that the pH in a trichlor pool is pretty stable because the tablets are very acidic and they're low the pH in the pool. For the saltwater generator, it's going to be the total opposite. Number one, there's no acid being added to it as it's generating or adding the chlorine to the pool. And in fact, the way it generates the chlorine is with a kind of a gas reaction which causes bubbles. Or in other terms, it causes aeration in the cell itself or turbulence. And this turbulence will raise the pH. If you listen to any of the podcasts I've done with Bob Lowry on raising the pH, aeration is one of the key ways that pH goes up in the pool. And this cell running for eight hours a day is definitely raising the pH in your pool. Sometimes to levels where you can't even test for it. I've had saltwater pools on my route where the pH is at 8.4. So this is a factor for sure, especially if you're used to a pool where you're not adding a lot of maric acid. If you're, again, running a tablet pool with trichlor, note that if you're not adding muriatic acid to your pool on a weekly basis with a saltwater generator, you're going to be adding a lot of muriatic acid to your pool on a weekly basis to lower the pH. Now, one easy way to counter the rise in the pH is to lower the production of a saltwater generator, which means you don't run it at 100% production all the time and this again can be done mainly if you buy an oversized saltwater generator and an oversized cell for the pool and that's one reason why I also recommend the larger saltwater cell for your pool. So for instance I'm running mine at 30% output which means that it's off 70% of the time the pool is running and this is going to significantly lower the amount of aeration that it produces and therefore, my pH doesn't rise nearly as much if I if I was running it at 100% output. So that's one way you can lower or reduce the amount of the pH rise in the pool is by buying a larger cell and running it at a lower output. And basically, the percentage of output is how long the cell is running when the pool is on. And at that point, you'll save a lot of money on muriatic acid by 
running your stall cell at lower production. Now, if you have an undersized cell, you can't do that. And so even if you have a larger cell and you want to reduce the output, another way to counter the rise in pH is to add borates to the pool and bring the borate level to 50 parts per million. This is a way to buffer the pH. So you have alkalinity in the pool, which is one pH buffer. And by the way, in a saltwater pool, if you want to keep the alkalinity at 70 or 80, that way it also helps with the rise in pH, which is kind of hard to do sometimes because the pH rises so rapidly. But the alkalinity is a buffer, and it'll keep the pH from rising rapidly. But the borates are also a secondary buffer, and this will keep the pH from rising rapidly. In my pool, for example, I have my my production at 30%, and my pool has a borate level of 50 parts per million. And I can tell you right now, when I add acid to my pool, I'll add it on a Monday. If I test it on a Friday, on a Monday I'll add it, it'll be at 7.5 or 7.4. And then on that Friday I'll test it, it'll be at 7.7, more than likely. So it hardly ever gets above 8.0 within a weekly period with the borates in the pool. And of course with my generator running at 30%, it's going to keep the pH from rising rapidly. So to me that's a major drawback of the saltwater generator, is that it causes high pH in the pool which causes a lot of different problems. It could cause the LSI to be out of balance, which means you could have scale forming on your tile line or on the pool surface, and it also makes the chlorine less effective at that higher pH. So be aware of that major drawback with the saltwater system. A secondary drawback of the saltwater generator is that it could not be producing chlorine for a number of reasons, and you may not know this is happening because you might not check your pool as often because it's kind of like a set it and forget it thing with a saltwater generator. You think it's working, and so you don't check the chlorine like you used to in the past in a lot of cases. And what could happen is that the chlorine level could actually be lower or at zero because it's not producing. There are several things that could stop it from producing the right amount of chlorine in the pool. And I think one of the major ones is the fact that the salt cell gets dirty. In my area, the calcium hardness is extremely high. And so the salt plates start to get calcium buildup. And if they start getting calcium buildup, they're not going to work effectively to produce the chlorine in the pool or generate the chlorine in the pool. And this is one thing you have to keep an eye on. That's why I kind of like the True Clear and also the CMP salt cell because it's a clear casing. And you can see the calcium buildup on the cell without taking it off and checking it, inspecting it. Now some cells have, you know, indicators like the Pentair iClor has a light that will flash when the cell gets dirty. And that's perfectly fine. The Hayward Aquarite also does that. But I kind of like seeing the cell myself, and so that's why I like the clear casing salt systems, like the circuit pool. All those of the clear casing have that advantage of being able to see the plates themselves and see if you have to clean it. Another problem with not having a chlorine in the pool is they have the production set too low. Now I mentioned my pool is set at 30, but I have a salt cell that's rated for 33,000 gallons of water. So setting it at 30% output is fine to generate what I need it to generate based on the amount of time that I run it. So if you don't run your pool long enough and you have it at a lower production rate, you're going to have a problem with no chlorine in the pool. One way to really test your system to see what to set your system at is to run the pool for 24 hours at full speed with the output at 100%. And then first you check the chlorine level before you do this. And then you'll check the chlorine level after you do this. And that'll kind of give you an idea of how much it produces in 24 hours at 100% with your pump running at full speed and you can kind of get an idea of how you should dial it down whether you should take your pool down to 10 hours a day or take the output down to 50% running at 8 hours a day. So getting the salt output 
perfectly adjusted. It's kind of trial and error, and it's one of those things that takes a long time. I recently purchased a saltwater system for my dad. He lives in Indio, and it's you know 120 degrees in the summertime right now. And the water temperature, believe it or not, is like 94 degrees, which is crazy. It doesn't have a chiller on his pool, so it gets pretty warm. But it took him about three weeks to play with the saltwater system to get it adjusted for his you know, 12,000-gallon pool. And once he got it adjusted, it's running fine. It's generating about four or five parts per million right now. But again, it took him three weeks of kind of fiddling with the runtime, the salt output, and things of that nature. So it's not something that you can just put in your backyard and think, okay, it's all done, it's all set. You really have to play with it to get it working. It's an electronic device that's attached to your equipment, and it does take some babysitting and some technical skill to get it adjusted. So don't think that by getting a saltwater generator, you're going to get away from adding chlorine. It's going to be something that's a slam dunk and very simple. There are a lot of factors that will affect the output and setting it up correctly. I think one thing you also have to be aware of is that there's a lot of problems with the saltwater generators now with these white flakes being blown back into the pool. And this is really irritating for the pool service pro out there because you have this beautiful pool. It's been crystal clear. And then a saltwater generator is installed. And all of a sudden you have these white flakes everywhere in the pool. And they could be of different natures. They could be really thick and hard calcium type flakes. Or they could be soft and very slimy kind of um, chunky or not chunky kind of like skin flakes in the pool. And so these, this byproduct is something that the salt cell produces. And there's various theories of why some salt systems produce this, others don't. And I'll probably do a separate podcast on this one again. But just be aware that this is a problem that I've seen with different salt systems. Now, ironically, like the salt system at my dad's house doesn't have any white flakes, nor does mine. But one that I have installed um, at my customer's house just recently has a lot of these white flake problems. So I'm kind of scratching my head to figure out what's going on sometimes with the white flaking the salt water generators. However, that is a problem. And again, I'll just recap the issues here with the saltwater generator so you kind of have it in a nutshell. Number one issue is that it raises the pH. Number two issue that it's not kind of a bulletproof set it and forget it type thing. You got to check the salt cell to make sure you're maintaining it. There's no calcium buildup. And adjusting the output can be frustrating and it can be time consuming. And number three, you might have these white flakes in your pool causing some water quality issues that you never had before. So be aware of that. The other problem, I guess, I should mention is corrosion. Now, the salt at three to 4,000 parts per million is not corrosive, so to speak. However, certain things can corrode in the pool, anything with metal on it. I recently was testing the uh, solar surface cleaner by the company. It's called the Beta. I don't know why they picked that name because it sounds like it's a beta version of something. But it's called the Beta, B-E-T-T-A. And this one had these propellers on there and the saltwater pools would corrode them. So for a long time, they took their listing on Amazon and changed it to say no saltwater pools allowed or whatever. And so now they beefed up the propellers to kind of prevent the corrosion from the salt from the saltwater generator pools. I have a robotic pool cleaner and I make sure when I take it out of my pool that I hose it off because I don't want any corrosion on this cleaner from the salt kind of sitting on there. So if it gets on your deck and things like, like that nature, it could cause some corrosion or some issues. But I've had a saltwater pool, like I said, for 17 years and my deck is perfectly fine. I don't have any problems with it. You may see some spotting of calcium when the salt dries on it. But other than that, I haven't had a problem with any kind of corrosion. One thing you may notice if you have a Pentair Master Temp heater, or most heaters that in, in general, 
if there's a thermal regulator inside there, it will get corroded from the salt in the pool. Even at the three to 4,000 parts per million level, some corrosion could take place. But generally, the equipment itself is going to be perfectly fine without any issues as far as corrosion at that level. Now, if you get above five or 6,000 parts per million, then you have some problems because then the water becomes pretty corrosive. I think another aspect of the saltwater generators that I should touch on is the cyanuric acid level. There's been some debate in the industry. When I first started and they first came out with these generators, a lot of manufacturers said you don't need any cyanuric acid in the pool, which is which kind of goes contrary to what you kind of think. Then they said you can keep it at a low level at 30 parts per million. And of course, the thought now is that 80 parts per million is better because of the way the salt and the chlorine enters the pool from the return line is in the concentrated area of the pool and it's not protected by a lot of it comes into the pool at once and so a low cyanuric acid level would cause a lot of burn off on a sunny day with a high uv level and that's why they recommend the 80 parts per million because of the fact that a concentrated amount comes into the pool in one location however i keep my pool at 50 parts per million sometimes it goes down to even 40 parts per million depending on if i add cyanuric acid or not during the season so I run my pool at a lower cyanuric acid level. But if you notice that the saltwater generator is working, everything looks like it's producing, everything's indicating that it should be producing chlorine, and yet your chlorine is not staying in the pool, it could be due to the fact that your cyanuric acid level is too low. So if you test your pool and you're at 30 parts per million, I suggest you raise your cyanuric acid level to 80 parts per million to see if the chlorine generator or if the chlorine holds in the pool at that in that case. And that's one thing you can do to make sure that the chlorine level stays in the pool. 80 parts per million is not dramatically high. I mean, it's still within the range of the health department here in California, LA County, which recommends 100 parts per million. So you're not, you know, making your water unhealthy at 80 parts per million. And it may make the chlorine last longer in the pool, which means you can lower your salt production down even more. The reason why my cyanuric acid level is lower and working well because I have the borates in the pool at 50 parts per million. So I don't feel that I need to have a high level of cyanuric acid in my pool. But again, if you're running into problems where the chlorine's not holding or not staying in the pool, you may want to raise your cyanuric acid level to 80 parts per million if you have your pool at 30 or 50 parts per million now. Or lower, you definitely need to add some cyanuric acid because again, the sun will burn off most of the chlorine within two or three hours if it's not protected by the cyanuric acid in the pool. And I know that I started the podcast by saying that the saltwater generator's only benefit is that it adds chlorine to the pool for you. And don't feel like this is not a good benefit. For me, the fact that, you know, how they say the cobbler sun has no shoes, my pool probably gets the most neglect out of any pool that I have on my route because I get home and I want to clean it. So what I do is I throw my Polaris Alpha IQ in there once a week. I have the solar skimmer working on here. I have the borate levels and I have the saltwater generator. I also have the smart monitors in the pool that tells me the pH and the ORP. So I kind of know what's going on without having to go back there and check on it. So I really like the fact that I don't have to add trichlor tablets and a floater or something like that, and adding which adds cyanuric acid to the pool as a byproduct, or having to buy liquid chlorine or calhypo and add it to the pool. I just kind of if once you set it, it is kind of a set and forget it once you get it working correctly and you kind of know what you're doing and you have the right salt system and you have the right output level, things of that nature make it very easy to maintain. And so by limiting the chlorine aspect from the equation, 
makes pool care very easy for me because I'm pretty busy and I'm not back there checking my chlorine level, although I do have the monitors working, checking it for me. But I'm not adding any chlorine manually. I have the saltwater generator working and adding it. So if you really want the convenience of having the chlorine added to your pool without you adding any chlorine to the pool, I think a saltwater generator is a great way to go. However, I did go over the drawbacks, so you're aware of that. And I think many salespeople won't tell you the drawbacks in the pool store, nor will you find a lot of that online when you're looking at saltwater generators. But it's something you need to know. And it's something that I tell my customers before I put the saltwater generator on their pool that these are drawbacks and you're going to spend more money on muriatic acid than you have in the past. So I wouldn't say you're saving any money. And I'll end by saying this, a saltwater generator does not really save you any money as opposed to adding chlorine manually with the trichlor tablets. Even at $200 for a 50 pound bucket, it's still less expensive than a saltwater generator because you have the initial cost of the system, which is upwards of $1,000 plus insulation. And then you have the salt cell, depending on which system you get or what size salt cell, how long it's going to last in your pool. But figure every five to seven years at the most, sometimes less than that. So every five to seven years, you're going to replace that salt cell. And depending on the manufacturer, it could be anywhere from 400 to $700 to replace that cell. And so all the savings you've had by having the system are eliminated when you purchase a new salt water cell for the system. And it's definitely not any savings if you look at it in regards of a long-term chlorinating option versus you know adding tablets or adding liquid chlorine. Although you do eliminate a lot of the byproducts like the cyanuric acid that I mentioned in the tab- tablets, you will not save any money with the saltwater generator. And I've done several talks on saltwater generators. And if you wanted to hear more about them, and maybe hear about specific brands of saltwater generators, go to my website, swimmingpoorlearning.com. On the webpage, there are links to different saltwater systems that I've reviewed and tested and have installed. And also on my website on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to my podcast. And in the menu, you can type it. You can search in the search box for a salt system or salt cells or saltwater generator. And all the podcasts that I've recorded previously on saltwater pools will pop up there. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, I definitely recommend you join my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.